0: Hey, college kids, this is my one part interview with Robert. He will be telling us about his journey from high school to community college to Howard University, and finally, the position he has a research position at the NIH, National Institute of Health. I'm just here to remind you to make sure you subscribe and enjoy. Hey college kids welcome back to my podcast who cares about college in today's episode i'll be interviewing robert so if you could introduce yourself
1: hi um thank you for having me um i'm robert linson iii and uh i recently graduated from howard university um I'm 22 and about to embark on new jersey uh, a new journey at uh, nih uh doing research uh I'm happy to be there, and I think you guys would like to hear what I have to say. Uh, That's some good stuff.
0: All right, so let's start from the very beginning, and I'm going to let you take it from here because, I mean, it's your story. So I know you went from community college to um, Howard, right, so you transferred. Can you first tell me about, like, a little bit about high school, I guess, like the expectations you had for education and then going into community college What kind of like, how was, how was your experience? First of all, you know, everyone is different. And then what were your, what was your kind of like intention in community college? Did you know immediately you're going to go Howard or were you kind of on the fence of like, what should I do after this?
1: Hmm, It's a good one. I think when, um, when I was in high school, I was, uh, high school was an interesting experience. I think I got, I got good grades and all, but one thing like they didn't really teach me how to study. So that's Mm -hmm. academically, it was hard. Uh, but that's on me too. I was a procrastinator, but I could get by in there. Uh, I think though, I was very distracted in high school. That's one thing. Um, high school for me, I, I felt like in a box and I really, cause I wanted to, I really love learning and, uh, you know, it just, It was hard to get deep into some of the courses I wanted to do and when I was in my senior year uh, at the end I really I didn't know where I wanted to go and I mean I applied and not too many places I think Howard and I didn't get in and I was I was probably not happy about that but my dad suggested going to community college and uh, I was very happy I did that you know I I consider myself when I was in high school coming into community college, I was kinda raw like mentally and about my confidence. I, I I was a hard worker and as I am today, but I didn't know what I wanted to be and I was I I didn't believe in myself as much as I do now. Um the yeah, anything else you want me to talk about from high school?
0: Um no. I think we would just mainly do community college and um, Howard, just to give a little context and stuff. So I think most people know with community college, it's like typically, I think, two years and you don't have a lot of time to really get into like a major. That's usually when you transfer to a university, you know what your major is. And you said coming into community college, you didn't really know what you wanted to do. So and since, again, community college is more about like the general requirements. How did you kind of figure out what you wanted to do? Like what a community college provide for you? What opportunities do they give you to find out, like, once I do enter into university, or if that was your plan at first, like, what am I going to be able to do?
1: Right. So I think in the back of my mind, because in high school, I kind of knew I was into psychology, but eh, didn't really know too much. So once I took some college courses in uh, HCC, I, I gained a little confidence and i think so the, the college scene uh i think the the class structure at acc it it taught me that hey like you can't procrastinate even though i still did uh probably to my junior year but it was um it, i think but what i considered when i was at acc it just seemed like uh easier for some reason though like uh than high the, school Then high school and it was very strange like i'm not saying like oh college is easy but less distraction and uh if you really like like um i guess so in in college i i went through a bunch of the basic courses you have to go through i went through like english math which is something i really loved and um other types of courses. And I'll say this, like, for pre-calculus, because I had to take it over from high school and uh, to community college, uh, like, I love just how they taught it. They took it step by step in pre-calculus in high school. Uh, I guess it was, my focus wasn't there. That's just me, but uh, just the, the way the professors, if you have a good professor, they, like, there's more of that you know, I'm not going to belittle you. I'm not going to make you this person that I, I, I tell you what to do. That's it. I I liked having like they said, can you get this work done? And, you know, like if you can, I'll trust you. And uh, that's kind of how it is. And I like that. Uh, I hope I'm not getting off tangent. What was the
0: go on? Talk all you want. I mean, this is right. your interview. So.
1: Right. Right. So, Yeah. And it was like the process is very interesting because I'll say this, when, when you're going through it, you know, go through it like full speed. Don't leave anything empty. Uh, it's one thing I'll say because it was, it goes by fast. Cause um, I'll say I was also, I was also on the lacrosse team at uh, ACC and uh, you know, That was that was a great experience because for me, I said I was raw and confidence and just uh, just I guess I could say my self-esteem as well. Like I wasn't who I am today, like but being around uh, and I think I also need to be around other people and like uh, in a lacrosse scene and um, I guess prove myself, but also have that uh, buddy system that's what I needed early on and then I'll tell you like I guess so later into my sophomore like in the summer of my freshman year to sophomore year I decided not to do lacrosse it was it was a great experience the the number one thing was I was hurt like uh I had a wrist and ankle injury and like uh I think I didn't take some time off but that was a really good decision uh I think that uh my sophomore year was way tougher than my freshman year, and I got I got to spend more time on my work and uh, and and stuff like that. But uh, it, it, uh, like, do you have any questions about that? I, I can keep going. But, no, you uh, can
0: keep. Yeah, tell me about community college and like what you did. So you explained like your freshman year and stuff. Now going into sophomore year, which is like, I presume, like the last year that you did at community college.
1: Yeah. Yeah uh and I'm, I'm trying to think but it's just you know you also you don't want to put yourself in a box. This is one thing I'll say. Freshman in the sophomore year that is a time to, you know, make mistakes and experiment really because when you get to your junior and your senior year it, it's kind of the work it, it it does if you if you really want to specify it really gets like a little more condensed and get to do a little bit more. So that's, that was, I'm glad I took time to do things I want to do because I, I love lacrosse. I wanted to do that. Um, but, you know, I also, uh, I tried out a lot of things like uh, studying. I or like, um, you know, one of my things, uh, I think I'm, I'm not the master of studying right now, or like uh how to study but I kind of evolved like yeah I would you know you know how like uh in high school you read through your textbook over and over again and you highlight stuff I kept doing that and you know trying to figure out new stuff and uh, it might sound like you know it, it, there's only like one way to study or studying is just it, it's it's kind of important, but eh, but what I was really doing was, you know, seeing how so how like uh my strengths. I I realized when I got to oh and I'm going to Howard now, like uh when I got to Howard, you know, and like throughout my community college years, I wasn't the best reader. Mm-hmm. I, I was not good at reading and uh I think it took a while, you know like, I really, was, I struggled to get through my textbooks. And I think the year leading into my senior year, after my uh, junior year, I really started reading, reading, reading a lot over the summer, just a lot of stuff. And um, I think there was also, you know, something like uh, fueling the fire. I'm leading into this, Howard, uh, but stop me if you want to ask questions. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, this is something that is very like, uh, that uh, a very pivotal experience in my, uh, development because up till then, I just been going through the motions and, you know, taking classes. I was really driven, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And Mm
0: -hmm. I,
1: you know, I think like after your junior year, you know, you get a little scared, like, am I going to go to graduate school or what? But, um, there was this one teacher uh professor in my english course at howard and she she told me what she saw in me and uh felt like God was talking to me because like uh, uh she saw right through me i i w- the way i was i was a good student I would talk in class and participate, but sometimes I would say stuff that uh you know, it's not, there's certain things when, when you're talking in class, especially when you get in your senior year and, and like higher up, it, it's more about the quality of what you say. And sometimes I, I just thought I could talk and like find out what I would say. And I mean, I it wasn't bad per se, but she told me, Robert, you're great at writing, but you're speaking, you, you needs work. And I knew what she meant right away. And it, it really, uh, in, I felt embarrassed, and I really wanted to prove to her, even though I never saw her again, that 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 wasn't the story. And like uh, from that point on, you no. Know, so I read, I read a lot that summer, um, and I also worked on my writing skills, like because uh, I'm a i am I was a English minor. So yeah, backtrack. So I became a psychology major
0: mm-hmm. in
1: uh, Howard an English minor at, um, uh, Howard as well. And I, I I've loved writing probably since high school, but didn't know how to do it. And like, if anybody else like wants to be a writer, I think the important thing is, you know, building stamina. So I wrote like, uh, I wrote a lot like a thousand because i read this book on, uh, rape, uh, I think Bradbury and, uh, he said he wrote like uh, a thousand words a day. And I just, I started writing a thousand words a day. It was that was a- the
0: Is that the Fahrenheit guy? Yes. 451? Yeah. All right. Okay. So I have a few questions here. We're going to backtrack a little bit. Yeah. So one, oh, I won't include this. You say you go to HTC. Which high school did you go to?
1: I went to Glenelg High School.
0: Glenelg High School. Okay. Centennial going into my senior year.
1: Oh yeah. That's that's awesome. It's
0: awesome. <laughs> okay, I won't include that. I just wanted to like, no. Um, okay. So one in community college, you said freshman your sophomore year, and you came into Howard as a, you said psychology major and then an English minor. So mm-hmm. how did you, let's first talk about like how you decided upon your major. And then we can decide, well, we can talk about why you went to, um, well, you chose to go to Howard. So one, like, you know, mm. what about like, you know, what courses did you take? When did you realize like, Oh, I want to do psychology and then maybe incorporate English. Or was that something that you were kind of like dipping your feet into or were you sure about, like, where were you with that?
1: First I'll say, you know, that feeling where I think everybody kind of has us, but it takes a while. You kind of know what you want to do, but you don't know how to phrase it. Mm -hmm. I knew I kind of wanted to be in psychology or some capacity like that, because for me, um, I always like, I thought about what other people thought and, uh, I was very into like, just thoughts a lot and uh, people. That was just me. And then when I went to Howard Community, I I think I took General Psychology the spring semester of my freshman year, and that was that was a really good course.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: just enjoyed it. And um, it, yes, I I'm, I think I have got a A or a B. I think I got an a, but it was. Uh, I wish I remember like exactly, but I just remember feeling like this. This might be it, and uh, and then I took, um, what else did I take? I took abnormal psychology after that. That was also good, um, but I re after taking that course. I, the teacher was okay. I, I you know, I, I liked it, but it's just sometimes, you know, dealing with people with uh, uh, higher up mental illnesses like that. Some, you know, and that that's very interesting. But um, now thinking back, I was thinking, you know, probably it, it didn't like grab me as much, uh, but I still liked it. And then I took this class called Lifespan Development. That was that was good, and I still think about that. That's a, about, it, I think it's a more general psychology, but it, it's like a developmental psychology. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then while I was doing that, I was also taking, mm, I think this is also important. Yeah, so I was also taking, uh, so I took that basic English course was fine and you know um, you just work on like basic writing and um I don't know about too much reading but then I took some more specific courses like um there was this ethics course I remember taking ethics in literature that was a, that was tough for me that was really tough uh especially because of the reading but um uh, I did well and, and then I I did this um this so this next course uh this kind of turned the page for me I think it was uh what's it called fiction uh yeah fiction drama course or, or something we we read about uh fiction poetry drama fiction poetry drama the teacher in that course he was so into stuff and I, I'd never been into like fiction, like creatively as much, but yeah, he, he really loved it. And, um, I think as much as I, cause I remember I took these type of courses. Um, I took this course in 12th grade, like where we did some of the similar stuff, but this teacher, he took it a little more in depth, like, like, uh, when you're doing literature critiques and all that, I, I had to work on that, but um, I think I remember this one moment where I I kind of knew I really liked this, uh, but it wasn't my. I don't think it was my best moment, but uh, I think so. The teacher is very intense, and he was looking at my paper. And I think I got like a, a, a seventy-seven or something, something like that, and I I just didn't know why. Like so, I was in his office and he uh he was telling me so you did he did this wrong you did this wrong and yeah i i think i i don't know like how i remember but i got up and you know i well i didn't get up but i think i was uh expressing myself and i was really loud and i uh said no that's not right that's not right and i was uh like uh trying to give evidence as well and you know i was just so like trying to prove myself but you know i had to level down and, and let him uh, teach me and after that course he really taught me how i was supposed to go about the the writing the reading i had to get on my own eventually but that was that was a turning course and then i know i'm going through these courses but then i took i took another course the Spring semester, like which happened when COVID happened. That was a short story, uh, or the short story course. And that was also pivotal because that was the first teacher to ever tell me, like, because we had to write a short story at the end that tell me I could I could get this published. And I was like, what? Damn. I could get this published. Even though I never I did I didn't get that story published, but still hearing that gave me confidence. And and then I took of course, I never thought I would take in the summer before Howard, creative writing and mm-hmm. uh, started doing that. And I it, it, I think it comes in waves. I haven't really been consistent yet with my writing, but I want to write eventually.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but I think that answers your question.
0: That does, that's a very answer my question. So it was more so like you had a feeling that this is the stuff you liked. And then you took the courses. You're like, oh, yes, I like. And then you went further. It wasn't mm. like general requirements for you but all Mm -hmm, right that makes sense okay so we can now go on to transferring from community college to specifically howard so again i'll I'll let you take it from here community college you have the two years and then if you want to continue you're going to have to transfer to like a university or a college so number one did you always know like yes i want to go into college university like i want to transfer and then two how did you come about like you know choosing Howard to go to
1: <laughs> um Howard was my only choice uh yeah. and I think this is uh it can be like uh it, it's a it's a positive thing about me and it can also be a negative like um especially and when we get to you know, getting in applying for jobs mm-hmm. like uh I was I'm but in my heart so my dad went to Howard and at the end of my sophomore year, I guess you know I don't know my reasoning but I I just chose Howard because uh eh, I guess i I really w- wanted to get in and uh it felt right and oh right yeah I remember going to uh visiting and uh being toured around and sitting in the classroom with the person who's head of the psychology department at Howard. Oh. I've had classes with him now. His name is Dr. Harrell. And he was sitting there in I think the orientation and or standing up. And I was just trying to uh take it all in and, and be my usual self and I was raising my hand and like uh I think but you know, at that time, I think I was listening more because my dad wanted me to listen, and he, the way he was talking about uh, just psychology, but from uh, the black perspective, uh, and I guess we'll get into that. But what they what they provide there, uh, I really respected. But one other thing was, um, he was standing there, and there was this senior uh, girl um she was there and um she was also black and just i saw her confidence she was so like confident in herself and the way she was talking and, like i'm i'm going to go here and get this job and i'm going to kill like and she just i i wanted that and i think some some things just happen and just uh go for it
0: mm-hmm. Well, all right. You made it very obvious why you chose Howard. So now this is kind of not even about your experience. Can you tell us a little bit about Howard University and Howard is an HBCU. So can you elaborate on, you know, what an HBCU is and then just a little bit about Howard and where they're located, and, you know, proximate size? What majors are they known for and stuff?
1: Mm. Historically black college or university. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a bunch of them, but Howard is is known. is yeah. It's near the, um, you know, it's in D.C. near the the Capitol and uh, the White House. Uh, so that's one thing. Probably people look at the size. It, it's like medium, I mm-hmm. think. Um, it it kind of feels like a private school, but at the same time, it doesn't. Because uh, one thing you'll see when we're walking to class, you might even see people from the neighborhood just walking by in the campus because it's it's open to the public. So that's one thing I like but disliked a little. Um, and then you'll see mostly uh, black kids. But one thing I wasn't expecting, you know, there's uh, a lot more people from different countries uh like black and uh i guess some some white but um I met some people from nepal and uh that was very interesting and they were they were uh excited to be there mm-hmm. it, and I guess one thing just Howard has been there since i believe eighteen sixty seven i believe so and uh it, it was founded by well, I'm not going to get into who founded it, but you know, it's it's been there a while and it it, it speaks for itself. It's just, you know, it, there's history in it and it's, mm-hmm. it's a really great uh place, but you know, with with all universities if if people are listening, you know, there's there's the the bad sides and the, the good sides. Um, I think you said what are some majors that uh,
0: Yeah, like what for- is majors? like, you know, every school is known for like, um, unless you're like an Ivy and you're known for everything, but like a lot of schools will have like one like re- or one or two really good programs that they're known for. So, is there anything that Howard maybe a department that they're known for, or something well, they specialize in or something?
1: I'll say because um, so I'm a psychology major and I'm biased like that. That is a great department, but I've so from my dad to the um, like still today. You know, there, there's a lot of biology majors in the sciences. Biology, in the sciences. That, yeah. Um, I, I really feel like that because they I'm not saying like the university, but, you know, their med- medical school turns out a lot of doctors. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that can be a, a, a kind of a transition. But I'll, yeah, I'm not saying like they're the best major, but I just see a lot of like uh, biology majors and, and people they're like wanting to be doctors so that's one
0: thing all right all right so let's get into just i mean your experience at howard and then like we'll do this segment and then the next one will be job applications and then how you ended up in national institute of health so again i'll let you take it from here you said you came into howard so tell us about your experience you came and you already were like psychology major english minor tell us about you know going through what you learned so
1: when I came into Howard, I was there virtually for my old junior. Oh my
0: god, yeah. Year.
1: So that was that was not what I wanted, but I got used to it. And um I'll say this, you know, uh, me being mostly from uh they they call the uh PWIs, uh, predominantly white institutions. Yeah. You know, being even being on screen with black people, it lowered my anxiety about like trying to perform and, and like do really well in school. And um like there's just something you feel for, for me, like I could sense it's just more community-like. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess that's the best way to say it. Um, but yeah, it was a very welcoming environment, even online. And I I had some interesting courses that I've never seen before. Like uh, there, it it was more specific and more in depth. Like there was this course called Foundations of Psychological Science, something way more than uh, just a general psychology. I thought it was general psychology, but it goes very in depth and. You know, I still have the textbook I I had from that because it it discusses um a lot of topics that you know are surrounding psychology and uh you know the abnormal side, but also some of the stuff I was looking for for like I use the I even use the textbook to help me find some stuff to I well theories to work on my research so it, it, it's very uh that that course is just it, it goes through a lot of psychology the history uh ethics and um everything so that was interesting yeah uh this is good you bring me back like uh my my junior year was uh especially the fall semester mm-hmm. it's a is the best way to say it it's just uh eye-opening but also a welcome to the uh university or Howard University moment psychology program because it,
0: it's good that you enjoyed it like considering you're still it. virtual but you like yeah actually like that is true
1: you know I guess for I I try and get the positive out of the experience although it, it, it was tough but uh I, I I was able to get friends that uh, I, one of them I still talk to now and online and that, that was nice. And just, it, it was a great experience, <laughs> but um yeah. So I think from psychology standpoint, my fall semester was, was great. I, I got a lot of information, but you know, the weird thing is I still remember a bunch of it when I, I think about it sometimes, like, uh, it, it, it was a lot and jam packed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but on, uh, on college, like, uh, I really, it was more, like I said, my ju- junior and senior year, it, it's more specific, even though that was a general course, like I, I had to try and figure out something. Cause I, when I mean I struggle with reading I I could read obviously but you know when you you read over and you forget what you just read that's kind of how it was for me and Mm -hmm. I I had to try and and figure out and one thing I I just I never gave up and I I would read a lot constantly and uh on on the textbook and even though I only got some of it that that's how I would do it and I I would be with some study groups, uh, some people I trust, but eventually, um, I knew later down the line, you know, this is one thing I'll also say, like, study groups are nice, uh, but don't want to depend on them. So, you know, I knew like, uh, whether it was in the summer or something, I would have to really get, like much better at reading so this is why I'm saying this now like if if you are trying to work on the you know getting better at studying Mm -hmm. um uh, those are really two important things like first your freshman sophomore year just oh another thing I forgot to say is like you know you you want to experiment but also really find out who you are I know that sounds like like uh so general and Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, cause if you you kind of through experiences, you know, and if you learn from them, you figure out where you you're best at, and once you do that, you don't have to do that as much in your junior year, and so when it comes time, it, it was for my senior year. Oh yeah, I know I'm moving forward, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, when it came down to, to my senior year, it was like. This is where you kind of want to be or junior, senior, where I knew what I wanted to do and I could do it. I just had to do it because I had worked on the reading and some writing more. It's just about like doing it. So just being at that is uh, is important because, oh, and one thing also, like, you know, studying it when, when you're reading through a textbook or trying to, you know, remember stuff for a test try your hardest, like, uh, when you get to college, uh, even your freshman year, but it's more important your junior senior year to, to not cheat. I mean, it's never good to cheat, but mm-hmm. don't, uh, don't like, um, find the easy way trying and like, uh, just when you're studying, if, if you're looking at certain material that you know you're gonna you might need for a certain job. Really re, like know it because if if you don't like uh, really find, uh, spend the time on that when you get to your job, you're gonna be nervous. and You don't want to be nervous. You want to be confident in yourself, and that that's one thing that's important. But 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 back to my junior year, I, I think I went through my fall semester. Uh, so I I got so I got all A's, and that that was nice. My, my psychology courses were great. Um, and my English course, it was a it was a filler course, kind of like it was called sophomore seminar. It, it was nice, uh, but not what I was expecting for my freshman year.
0: I have a question. But, so when you go into from community college to university, like let's say you do two years in community college and then you go into university for two years. Let's say like you've decided what you want to do going in. Your general credits, like general requirements are pretty much done, right? like you're just immediately into your major and stuff. you don't have to do any anything that you don't want to like the university requires most of that's already taken care of
1: it depends, and i was i think I was it's important I get to that also like i I had a fight to make sure because I'd taken a lot of credits at my community college I had a fight to make sure I got the majority of them. Uh, transfer it, just because you have some courses at your college or community college doesn't mean they're going to take it. Which sucks. True. So, um, it, and also one thing I know we're going to cut off in a sec, but uh this might be a lot of universities, but um, you know, for mine, it can be slow sometimes. So it, you got to be persistent.
0: So. Another thing I want to ask before I talk about getting a job after Howard is you were mentioning when you were, um, visiting Howard, you talked about when you were the professor, the psychology, um, professor, when he was there, you said it was interesting to learn about it from like a black perspective. Can you elaborate on what that, um, means?
1: Yeah, there's, you know, science is, um, it's interesting. Like, uh, I think, so when I, I I might not remember everything he talked about, but, you know, being um, Black in America, you know, like, uh, that, you know, science is uh, supposed to be the truth. Well, not just being Black, but I know that science is supposed to be the truth about certain things, and, you know, it's supposed to tell us what what we think, but here's this guy telling me that, This is not everything, you know, there's more to that perspective. Uh, And there's a, it's not just talking about research, but he's, he's talking about, you know, our, um, our, you know, I guess our history, but in like a, a psychological lens, I guess that's the, I wish I could say it better. Uh, there, one one thing I can say. So I took uh, this course called Race and Racism with Dr. Rel, and I also took Psychological or the Foundations of Psychological Science. Even though, so that Race and Racism, yeah, that that's a that's a definite course where you're going to talk about race. But even in the Foundations of Psychological Science, he would find ways to talk about us and um, in. Uh, certain experience uh, certain experiences like i think i knew about the tuskegee experiments um when i was and i can i can explain that if if you need but, Wait, can you do uh, a
0: quick um like elaboration
1: yeah so i um, i think it was sometime during world war ii when i'm not the uh, too sure but i know it was back in the early mid 1900s where there were some scientists uh caucasian performing experiments and uh on tuskegee airmen and what they were doing was giving them syphilis and uh but they didn't they weren't told that and uh they they had the cure but they never gave it to them and uh we, we were told about that, and. Uh, some some other things like uh Henrietta Lacks um who i think her eh, i'm not I'm not too sure about that. like I, I remember it a bit but it, the, the most important thing was you know just learning about us but you know what doesn't get told mm-hmm. and, you know uh our uh, high school classes and uh even at HCC so some things that uh i just I was, I was thinking, man, what, this this really happens? Or it has happened? So uh, stuff like that, um, e- events in history. But um, it, this is what I mean, I guess. Like, you know, the, the Black psych- psychological perspective, I could tell, you know, the way he talked, he talked different than I did. Like, he was more open about talking stuff like this, but he sounded like a Black psychologist. It, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that but it's just the way it, it comes across i guess so
0: you more... have to experience it's not something you can like put into words
1: yeah and i think you know i i think i heard what you said but i think i'm going to get further into that when i get in my classes because there there were a couple of my professors including dr harrell who talked like he did or i think one other professor and uh i was amazed because uh uh just it, what's the best way to say it is the i don't I say it like it, Dr. Rell and uh uh i guess another professor his name is dr Carr they amaze me because of uh you know when when they see something like an event in like on t v or something they 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 perceive it probably a bit differently than I do or other people because they've read so much that they're aware of what might be actually going on Mm -hmm. Uh, and what I might not be seeing, which was like something I'd never seen before. And it's just, it's a way of like uh, thinking and, uh, you know, seeing because, yeah. So I I guess that's one way to say it, but um, yeah. you know what? I I guess I can go into that because um that's that's one thing when I went into my cognitive psychology class, you know, that is uh it's it's a lot about thinking and uh how how we perceive things and that's something when I was coming into my senior year, I was really thinking about like what how does he see the world as as uh like that and I don't or other people do? And or or even other things, like why why does someone and this is like uh I guess so a part of my research, like why does someone perceive their pain like different than me? Like why do they have such low tolerance? Why why can't they, or why do they have such really high tolerance? Like it it's that part really interests me. And I I think once I uh taken cognitive psychology, uh I knew that uh, that's something I really wanted to get into.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But one other thing, because I'm, I'm going back and forth, but when I was in that fall semester, I forgot to say that um one of the other psychology courses I'd taken, uh, alongside the foundations of psychological science, was this class called neuropsychology. And uh I learned a, a bit about the brain, not as much I, I guess if you were in a neuroscience class, but it's more like um brain and uh um uh I'm not gonna say brain and behavior but learning about parts of the brain, but um like in situations where you 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 like you take out pieces of the brain and see what happens or you perform experiments on that Um so like
0: understanding the different functions of the different parts,
1: I guess so I guess that's one way to say it, but uh I'll say that. I really, I, I enjoyed that course, but uh, just just learning about the different parts of the brain and uh, um, my even parts of the body, it was it was nice. But I felt like there was something missing. Like I can't, I want to just learn about the brain just as itself because I feel like I have nothing. But fast forward, the fall of my sophomore or senior year, mm-hmm. I took like cognitive psychology. I knew that maybe I could combine this, like the thinking aspect, the brain, like, why do we do stuff? And then the brain, like, you know, so once I learned that in cognitive psychology, there are actually people who use like theories from cognitive psychology about like perception. Uh, There's even people who talk about attention or, um, uh memory or something like that and they use those to uh talk about the brain or as evidence. I was like, hmm, maybe I could do that. Uh and then it, it's like one thing I'll say when you're on this journey, it's like you gotta keep on, don't give up. Like keep if you see something, maybe take take another look and keep keep your eyes open, like always be open and uh I'm not gonna say like because for me I'm a, I think a lot so try and like you know just see what other people are doing or experiment like I said in freshman or sophomore year but even after that just because you never know what you might find and yeah so that that's what I found and it, it was it seemed like a, a good match.
0: All right, so I mean, I guess this is a good segue into you know post um, grad not postgrad, like in the degree, but after graduation. So how did you land a research position at NIH? Like, first of all, like, when did you realize you wanted to do research? Because, I mean, research is completely different from, like, an industry job. So, you know, how did you come upon that or what made you, I guess, try research? And then going in, I know you haven't started your position yet, but if you could tell us a little bit about what you'll be doing there as well.
1: Yeah. It was... uh I think I knew I wanted to do something like I think I was interested a little bit in research when I came to Howard but they didn't have too much for me and I was online so it was hard mm-hmm. but when I at the end of my junior year in the summer I, I was I knew I had to experience it so and I was done with a lot of the common courses so I wanted to go into it so I uh you know I set up a course with this professor his name is Dr. Plummer and it was an independent research study course uh, and this was to be for the you know when I get on campus and it it was uh it was an interesting course like I he he was more like a a mentor um and he really um guided me. I think I think one thing though, um it, for the for the research, and I, I know this wasn't necessarily a question, but uh it was really, as it said, it was really independent. I did I uh, that's that's one thing like I had to do a lot of reading on my own and uh you know um do that and then come prepared to talk about what I've read and, and a lot of that and and I had to do a bit of writing, my fall semester. But um, how I came about looking at the NIH um, or stuff like that, I think that was a process. Um, my my dad, because I think he saw that I wasn't, I was on the fence about graduate school. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, "Why don't you try uh, like a, a researcher or post-bac? And I never thought about that, and I. Been thinking about it uh, ever since. Like he he talked about it probably before my senior year started, and then when I'd uh, moved into my apartment, I I'd met these uh, these girls who who actually worked there. So it was kind of it was interesting. Like they they told me a little bit about the NIH, and um, uh, I think after that I started looking. Uh, looking through uh, I guess some papers but really like uh, people I could work with mm-hmm. and I came across this one person who I thought I was sold you know um, her, her name was uh, I don't know if I pronounced it right but dr. Car skill or, or something like that mm-hmm. and uh, I I had been looking at her papers and um, reading about her and this was, I think this started really like in October. I'd really been looking, and I had my uh, my dad and people helping me. They said you gotta you gotta send a letter soon. So I uh, it took me a while because I I really wanted to impress. But I sent a letter. I think uh, in that December, uh, that yeah, the month of December, New Christmas. And I didn't hear back till the next year in in January, but, or no, I think I heard back still in December, but um, yeah, I, at that time I was super excited because she invited me for an interview and, uh, uh, but I was also nervous because I was expected to also present my research and I hadn't done that before, but I, I got through it and it was nice but later I found out, you know, that my, you, you know, uh, it, it didn't seem like the right lab for me because that was more, uh, uh you know, stuff, uh, biological neuroscience. Mm. I, I was more into the cognitive neuroscience. And at that time she recommended someone that I wasn't, I saw her, her site and it was on, um, oh, in a little bit about my research, it was on pain. and. Um, uh, you know, perception of pain in, the uh, at that time, black, black women. Um, but, uh, you know, there was this other, other PI or principal investigator that she recommended, uh, but I hadn't paid much attention to her. So, you know, I, I wasn't thinking, nah, I don't, I don't want to be in her lab. And then she recommended these other places so uh, like uh from different universities like northwestern columbia uh all the other different postbacks because chance of getting an nih is it's not like it, the reason it, what i'll say like i is a blessed experience like to get awarded that interview because uh i think she said that she gets like so many emails a day like from like these and she only NIH
0: like, is big. It's big. So chances are slim, like you know, getting a, like a you know, even right. an opportunity. So
1: But I'll say this. Um, oh, and I'll keep going. Like, so when she uh recommended those places, uh she said, and this is I think this goes back to my other thing about when I was talking about when I just chose how She said, uh Robert. So I I need you to go through the process of uh interviewing and doing other jobs like or uh looking at other places because you know like like I said it's it's hard to get in the age. but it's also like just going through that process it it, it molds you in some type of way um uh, so uh, and, and what it goes back to what I was saying before you know she also asked because she kind of could see like uh, I see, see I was hesitating. She said, Robert, uh, how many colleges did you apply to? It's said, five o'clock. And I said one. And she said, exactly. Like the job experience is is totally different. There's everybody's smart. Everybody's like applying to certain places. And, you know, it's, it's not it's not cut and dry. Like you're not going to necessarily get that spot like. Because you apply to one or two places, you gotta got apply like every day or something like um,
0: that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I so I went to the um I had uh I sent letters to Northwestern Columbia, Yale, um, and I think somewhere else, Penn. And I got an interview for Northwestern. So that was my first interview, and I was very happy. Uh, and the interview went well. Um, uh, but she it I had, like it takes time. So that uh I didn't hear back from them till like late April. But another thing, you know, uh Dr. Carskill, she also and I'm I'm grateful like because one thing she she noticed, I had I didn't have much idea about the process of like applying to applying i guess i knew a little bit about applying to jobs but applying to the research like there's certain wording you have to like uh talk when, when you're um in your talking about emails or your personal statements and stuff and she really helped me out and i'm so grateful for her because uh without her i wouldn't have uh, went through the job process i i wouldn't have uh, been like probably in this NIH program, which I'm going to talk about, because she was like, I think after I applied to those colleges uh, and sent my applications, I thought, okay, I'm going to probably get in um, to at least one, which I did eventually. But the thing is, like, um, there was this other program she said really, and she pushed me again, like even after I hadn't applied. It was called this NIH OIT PEP program, and I I thought like, man, I, I thought I wasn't gonna go and apply to the NIH. Thought I was gonna just go here at these schools and you know, and um okay, like I think before school started at my spring break, I applied probably like the a day before it was supposed to be uh you know due and I wrote my little thing and Sometimes you don't know what you said, but i said something, and um, I didn't hear back from them for a while, and um I gotten no response from well, yeah, I think I got rejected or on the wait list for Columbia, which you know is not I don't know exactly what I wanted, and it, it, it my senior year was ending, and uh I was. I guess you get nervous because like where am I going to end up and I think one thing to keep in perspective especially if you cuz oh another thing in perspective I had it, this was a really cuz um my senior year um my spring semester it was a lot because I, I had I had nine courses and mm. that uh, which Five of them were like uh, some standard courses where you had to do a lot. And four of them were okay courses like they were um, physical activity, but still some of them you had to do some reading and stuff. So I I had a a lot on my plate. And it's also because I I didn't I didn't want to get another semester in like I wanted to finish and, and stuff like that. but. Uh, oh yeah. One thing I was gonna say is when when you're going through school at any stage, if I'll say if you're confident in yourself, uh, and confident it'll come. But you know, you got to give yourself grace because if you don't give yourself grace, you just you know the the people you're applying to. Yes, they may accept you; they may not, but it You know, even if I didn't get into the NIH, I have to accept that, like, I'm determining my own, like, path. So, like, if you come with that attitude, like, they're determining my fate, eh, it's, it's like, it's, it's hard because you're gonna, you're gonna wear yourself down. But, yep. So I approached it kind of like that. And whether I got in or, or not, I was, I was gonna figure something out. And, uh, I think that towards like the last week of my finals i gotten i gotten certain emails like uh they're working on the um the application they're looking at it and uh this i i I got this other email that they're gonna decide today, but you know there's not gonna be an interview they're just looking at um the application and mm-hmm. I think that was a blessing from God because, um, you know, that semester, I really hadn't had too much time to work on my research. And I was just so into my classes that I feel like, you know, interview, you can prepare a bit. But uh, to talk about my research, eh, I, I didn't know if I could, like, be the best at that right at that moment. So, um, yep. So what I realized, but a a day went by and they said they'd have it by the the next day. So I was a little worried, like, did I miss something? And then um, I think it was, uh, so that was a Tuesday. The next day was Wednesday and I'd waited the whole day. And I think it wasn't until that Thursday morning, I think Thursday morning or Thursday um, afternoon, late afternoon that I got an email from that I got a congratulations. You you've been accepted. I was so happy but mm-hmm. like uh so on my toes like I didn't know what, what to expect but um you know one thing I say like some things are I I'm I'm very spiritual some, some things I just feel like are out of your control. Um you know it, it it's in God's or, or the universe or something's uh hands and you just got to you've done the work you got to give yourself grace. So, just let everything else happen and it did. So, I was grateful and I got into this program. S- 16 other people, I think 16 other people are in. So, I was like, wow, this, this gives me confidence and you know, so I right now I am about to get in this program and uh start September 1st. I f- found a lab to uh, be a part of and uh, that's great that's, that's great and uh, you know I'm doing similar research to what I've been doing uh, it, it was kind of like a in in, in the bottle like a luck in the bottle but oh the crazy thing is the lab I'm in is a lab I thought I never would be in it was the one that uh, Dr. Karaskelo recommended for me uh, her name is Dr. Alice and mm-hmm. yeah if you remember that like I, I thought nah i i don't i don't want to be in that lab but some i some things i just feel like are uh omens or or messages or you know just like this is where you're going to be and mm-hmm. that's that's how i live by but um yeah so i i got lucky and uh blessed because the the research in this lab is similar like it's it's what i've been working on like I've been, I've read a lot about the stuff they're doing without actually knowing that they're doing that, and uh, you know, um, yeah. It, it's just, and and also in my statistics courses, my psychological statistics courses. Like uh, I don't know if you guys do coding, but I had no idea what I was doing in the beginning of my senior year. But they taught me R at Howard, which was very great, and I, I'm 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 probably like. Uh, I have basic proficiency. And that in MATLAB is what they use. So I, I lucked out. And uh it just just seems like yes, like someone like someone or something is giving you a chance. It was
0: meant for you. Right.
1: Right. And in that. Um I was gonna say uh I felt like I was gonna say something else. But yeah, that, that was that was that was just a great uh mm-hmm. You know, something you just can't explain, but, oh, what else, what I was also going to say is just, yes, I, I've gotten this opportunity, but, you know, you see how I'm talking, like, I still approach it the same way, because as I was in college, um, you know, I'm here now, I think a lot of people, a lot of, you know, people who get to this point may say uh, certain things like this, but, you know, uh I I think I categorize myself as I, I'm a workaholic, so I, I really wanna like uh still figure out like where I fit because it you never know like what other opportunities will present itself. So you can't wait on them. You have to mm-hmm. continue uh working and uh you know keep putting your best foot forward because um I'll, oh, yeah. i also say like your 20s, you, you just, you know, the harder you I've heard from a lot of older people, like the, the harder you work in your 20s, you don't have to overwork, but like, you know, what you do in your 20s sets up for your future. So, it, you know, you're probably going to get or it's not a given, but when you get older, you get a little tired. So you, it's best to use your energy now.
0: <laughs> yep. Well, congratulations. Thank you for coming on today, Robert.
1: Yeah, okay. thank for having me. This, this feels good. Um, and I, I wish you the best of luck with this podcast and mm-hmm. uh, wherever you want to go in life. Because you know, I think it, the sky's the limit. So yeah.
0: All right, thank you. Have a good year. Eastern. So have a good evening.
1: Oh yeah, thank you as well.